Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another podcast episode of Mysterious Headlines. Today, we're diving back into the Gabby Petito case because we have updates coming from that case. So if you remember, since Brian was found, there's been talk of this burn after reading letter because it was supposedly found at the place where he was found in the dry bag. And people have wanted to know what this burn after reading letter was, what it said, what it contained. And up until now, we've kind of just been guessing at what we thought it said, but now we actually have the letter. So I'm going to share that with you. I'm going to read it to you so you can hear um, everything that is contained in the letter. Now, again, this letter was sent or written from Roberta Laundrie to Brian Laundrie. She says, I just want you to remember I will always love you and I know you will always love me. You are my boy. Nothing can make me stop loving you. Nothing can or ever will divide us no matter what we do or where we go or what we say. We will always love each other. If you are in jail, I will bake a cake and put a file in it. If you need to dispose of a body, I will show up with a shovel and garbage bags. If you fly to the moon, I will be watching the skies for your reentry. If you say you hate my guts, I'll get new guts. Remember that love is a verb, not a noun. It's not a thing. It's not words. It is actions. Watch people's actions to know if they love you, not their words. And then she shares the Bible verse, Romans eight thirty eight. Therefore, I am certain that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor the ruling spirits, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers from above, nor powers from below, nothing in the entire created world can separate our love. Neither hostile powers, nor messengers, or heaven, nor monarchs, or earth, nothing has the power to separate us. And then she says, nothing can separate us, hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not threats, not backstabbing, not even sin, not the unthinkable or thinkable can even get between us, not time, not miles and miles and miles. Now, my first reaction to this letter, it definitely feels like a letter you would maybe have a husband writing their wife or a wife writing their husband or you know a spouse writing their spouse um it definitely hits me a little odd for a parent to child relationship now I know I've gotten some nice letters from my parents on occasions like my birthday and graduation and stuff I've gotten some like a little more mushy and heartfelt letters right But some of the things that are said in it definitely are a little odd for a parent-child relationship. I might expect this in like a letter from a spouse to another spouse, right? Like, I love you to the ends of the earth. Our love will never waver. Like, those are things that like you say in like your vows at your wedding ceremony, right? Um... And the other stuff, like, is stuff that you would you would tell a spouse, right? Like, I'm always going to love you. I'm always going to be here for you. Like, and not to say that it is unreasonable that she said this to Brian, but 
that's my initial reaction. It doesn't read like a father or like a mother and son letter. Um, it reads more of like a spouse to spouse letter. Obviously, there's stuff in there that's concerning, saying if you were in jail, I'd bake a cake and put a file in it. If you needed help burying a body, I'd bring a shovel and garbage bags. Obviously, that's alarming, right? And knowing the full context of everything, it's extra alarming. Well, let's read Roberta's response. This was her public response to the letter coming out. She said the letter to Brian was written prior to Gabby and Brian leaving my home for their trip. Previously, I submitted an affidavit to the court for very limited purposes, but that is not the whole story. Now that the letter has been shared, I ask that you read it in its entirety and understand that the letter contains other phrases besides those highlighted by Pat Riley for sensationalism and to bolster his case. Pat Riley is the Petito family attorney. I truly loved my son and simply wanted to convey to him how much he meant to me and how much I loved him. I'm sure people use phrases all the time to express their loved ones, the depths of their love. Although I choose words that I thought would be impactful with Brian given our relationship, the letter was in no way related to Gabby. Please read the entire letter before you believe the hype put out by Pat Riley. So a couple things here. Obviously either... A, she can be truthful, right? And that's a truthful response that she wrote it before he went on a strip and gave it to him. Which if that's the case, I ask myself, okay, is it odd that you would give someone a letter like this before going on a trip? Possibly. Um, I mean, possibly it was going to be a long distance trip for several months, right? So perhaps, you know, yeah, she said, I want to write him a letter, a note. It's going to be a while till I see him. Um, you know, perhaps she was kind of foreseeing something, maybe not exactly what happened, but perhaps she was foreseeing something like turmoil in the relationship. I don't know. Or there's the other camp, which a lot of people I believe are in this camp that that's a total lie that she wrote the letter after he returned and gave it to him after he returned to Florida. And I don't know if we're, we're ever going to get a very clear answer on this because she's obviously going to always say that that was written before the trip even happened. But I don't know if we'll ever get a full answer on that. So that is the burn after reading letter. And... Again, this is in the context of the whole civil lawsuit that is going on right now. The Petito family, if you remember, has sued the Laundry family saying that they knew that Gabby had already died when they got their lawyer and said they were refusing to, basically they weren't going to comment or talk to anybody. And that was the statement from their lawyer, Bertolino. And the Petito family is claiming that that caused them extra emotional distress and trauma by their act, their actions caused extra emotional stress and trauma. So they are civilly suing them. Now, I feel like I always need to put this disclaimer when I'm talking about 
this case and a civil lawsuit. This is a civil lawsuit and not a federal criminal lawsuit, which is an important distinction here. Um, because a lot of people from the beginning of this case have been saying the laundries need to be charged, right? The laundries deserve to pay for what they did, right? And I think a lot of people agree with that sentiment, and I'm not going to say I disagree with that sentiment, but this is a civil lawsuit for money. So the Petito family is seeking money from the laundry family for the distress and trauma and pain that they caused on behalf of their actions. Now, is it possible that during this process, something could come out where they then get charged criminally? It is possible. It hasn't happened yet. We have been um, in this process for almost a year now. Um, in this civil lawsuit process, there have been um, several steps in this process. Um, and they've been getting like witness testimony and they have been um, going through different pieces of evidence. And the burn after reading was one of those because the Petito family wanted it as a part of the lawsuit and said, yes, it deserves to be in there. And the laundry family lawyer said, no, 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 no. And they ended up ruling that, yes, we can read the letter. And yes, it will be added into evidence. So that was the whole burn after reading piece of the civil lawsuit. You may also remember that they added Stephen Bertolino to their lawsuit. Okay, Stephen Bertolino is the laundry family attorney from New York. And he was the one that was hired immediately when all this started going down. He was the one that was hired, right, to um, do all of this for the family and to represent the family. And he was the one that made the statement on behalf of the laundry family saying that when they were still looking for Gabby, saying that they didn't have anything more to say at this time, but that they hoped the searches would find Gabby and bring her home. And the Petito family is saying that Bertolino made this statement when he knew that Gabby was alive. And it kind of gets a little tricky here and the water gets a little muddied because, yes, he was acting as their lawyer, right? And so they um, they added him to the lawsuit saying, well, he personally like made that statement knowing that she was alive. And they ended up... The judge ended up ruling that, yes, Bertolino can be added to the lawsuit. So in the latest hearing that they had, Bertolino was there in person for the first time. The other ones, he has appeared on Zoom video, but this was the first one where he was actually there. Again, he lives in New York. He does not live in Florida. So he 
appeared there for the first time as they were discussing this burn after reading information. Um, but because he is added to the lawsuit, he can no longer represent the laundry family. Now, they had another lawyer already because they had to have a Florida licensed lawyer for aspects of this lawsuit, but um, he can no longer represent them in any way. So he is now a part of the lawsuit as well. So there is a lot still to come in the civil lawsuit. And at some point, um, if things are not settled before, it could go to a trial. There's the possibility that it could settle beforehand and the laundry family could say, here, have this money, take it, go. Like, we don't want to go to a trial. I don't anticipate that happening because the laundry family seems so far like the kind of people that don't want to do that and they want to continue to say they didn't do anything wrong. And so I think we will eventually get to a trial and that will be very interesting um, to hear and see what they have to say. But we are still a ways out from that. This process is long, but the Petito family is seeking further justice for their daughter, daughter Gabby Petito. That is all for now. Thank you all so much for listening. I would love to know your thoughts on the burn after reading letter. You can chime in on the conversation on Twitter. My handle is at MYS Headlines. You can find me there. You can tweet me um, and share your thoughts. You can also use the hashtag Mysterious Headlines. And um, that's a way to chime in on the conversation on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram, MYS Headlines Pod. Um, this is where I share any pictures related to any of the cases that I'm covering. So I will put the, um, the letter and Roberta's response there for you to further read if you would like. Thank you all for listening, and we'll chat again soon. Bye.